Hey, Simon, why didn't you come around on the weekend, man? I had everything all laid out for us. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, my kid didn't didn't want to. What? Your kid didn't... What does that have to do with anything? Oh, well, he didn't want to, so he wasn't going to come, so I had to stay home. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Three Views on Podcast, the podcast where Michael, Paul, and Simon, three lovely, intelligent young males with no children, apparently. Yeah, none. I'm going to talk to you about parenting. In fact, I think... We have the correct method of parenting between us. Yeah, we probably do. We have yet to discover it, uh, but yep. I reckon it's there. I don't somewhere. even like the way you didn't talk to you about. It. I like. I think we're leading them in parenting right now. Oh, so the people at home. Yeah, they're going to come to us. Yeah, there's an element in which this tricks. is authoritative. I think. I think. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's that's true. Yeah, I, that is possible. I suppose we'll have to leave that up to the listeners, though. Well, I suppose uh, the we'll thing is, they're going to listen, and on. then they'll be mm. so busy being awesome parents that. They won't have time to utter. They won't realise that what we've done is actually made them better parents, but they will be. Yeah, absolutely. That is well, true. If you think about the people who are most likely to know what good parenting is, is I mean, when you have a kid, right, you, you make concession after concession and you stray from the ideal. We have done no straying from the ideal here. No. We, we are, are the no. ideal. Yeah. We're, the, fresh, we're the pinnacle. Brilliant ideas. We're yeah. the beacon. Yeah, exactly. Well, before we dive into this topic, uh, Paul... We're doing lots of diving. I love we diving. always dive. Okay, yep. let's not dive. Before we walk through the door of this <laughs> no, podcast. No, I like it because it's, it's <laughs> what we will be doing is diving into a shallow pool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Effectively what we're doing. Uh, Paul, I want to just, we, we haven't done this for a while and I, I want to revive it. Sure. How's, how's your week been? My week's been really good, brother. It's been fantastic, actually. I was just telling Simon and Lucinda on the way up. For those of us, no, for we know. Us. For those of you who don't know, yeah. we're in Launceston right now. So that means Simon, Lucinda and myself are displaced from our homes in Hobart. Mm. Um, so we have already rehashed all of this, but life is going really well, man. I'm I'm loving I'm window cleaning and loving it. Um, yeah. Still not proficient, still not that good, but hey, <laughs> that's I'm getting there. Uh, and the last uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I, I just do. I, I it's time I give to the church, and I love those days. Brilliant. I love those days. So today, uh, yeah, I just took it pretty easy. Uh, read a lot of the Bible, prayed a lot read um, some books and then prepared a sermon and then went to a staff meeting and then came here. Nice. It's, it's the ultimate. If I could have days like this all the time, I would. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and Simon, you've just uh, been on this road trip with Paul. Yeah. And your wife came along as well. Yep. Um, you did something pretty incredible on the way up. We did a... Well, everyone already knows. Well, they do. They do. But, but we what did, if someone skipped it because they were like two hours? What yeah, is this? right. Okay. Well, we did the record length podcast Indeed. for three views on yeah. Paul and I talked non-stop from Sandy Bay to Campbelltown Lucinda got in there too Lucinda talked a bit too brilliant good job but Lucinda. our throats were very sore we needed a rest after Campbelltown but yeah. we have said that if people listen to the end of the podcast there is a way that we may make a longer one next time what? that's right they're, they're, no. we can't give it away because you have to listen to the end of the episode but it's kind of brutal actually because although it's a week apart uh, when they're released. Yeah. Like we got here, I don't know, half an hour ago. These things are fairly high intensity, these podcasts. Oh, yeah. It's effectively like trying to bust out a couple of quick 400-meter sprints after a marathon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like there I'm is going to be a significantly a significant atrophy in your performance. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've been on those trips with someone you don't know super well before. Yeah. You've been on a road trip. Yeah. And you talk for about, you know... 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. And then you get to that point where you've just exhausted all conversation. <laughs> yep. you yep. Flip on the before? CD player. And you're like, hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So yeah. you guys are pretty good 
close friends. Yeah. Uh, but after an hour of talking, you still reach that hour and fifty. It was hour yeah. and fifty. We yeah. got we got nice and close. We had a little bit of silence afterwards, which is fairly unprecedented for me. But we just listened to some old. Uh, it was an anthology of I don't know whether that's specific to literature. That collective I have no idea. noun. Um, but it was a, a mixture of Christmas themed instrumental tracks. Yeah, as it was I the recall. piano guys. Did you let the did piano guys pick the music? No, no, <laughs> no. I did, it was just the CD that was in the car. <laughs> just the one that was the there. The piano okay. guys' Christmas songs was great. It wasn't bad. I was ready to hate it, man. It was actually quite soothing. Oh, sweet. It was, it was Didn't soothe nice. my after, throat. After all of the talking, it was good to just yeah, sit back it and was. listen. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, we're still talking today, guys, and we're talking about parenting. Yeah. So the first question I want to pose to you mm. is what makes a good parent? Simon. Uh, discipline. Wow. The first word that comes to mind. Discipline. Yeah. Discipline on the parent's behalf or from the parents to the children? <laughs> both. Better both? Uh, both. From because the parents. Okay. From the, yeah, okay, well, sure. the parents have got to discipline the children. The parents also have to be disciplined in that they have a, uh, a, a constant approach. Like they don't change mm-hmm. one week. Like if they've said something, mm. they need to either stick to it or properly explain why they've changed. Mm-hmm. Rather than just change based on emotion or feeling yeah. or stress levels. Day of the week. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's Tuesday. What's that rule mean today? Okay, so we're yeah. laissez faire today. Great. <laughs> uh, yes. Interesting. There you go. I think, um, I don't know if this will be controversial or not. I think one thing that doesn't, easy to answer in the negative, one thing that doesn't determine your success um, as a parent or your failure as a parent is your child. So I think, I mm. mean, to, to dive back into the Christian worldview, I think people can be really bad parents and have really good kids and they'll actually be held to account on Judgment Day for the way they've raised their children because they did a bad job um, at, at doing that. But I think there are, there are parents out there who, who are really faithful in their discipline and they invest a lot of time and energy in raising their son or daughter up uh, in, into maturity and, then, and the kid goes off the rails mm. and I think they're going to be rewarded. Yeah, for so the you way can be they're... a good parent and have awful kids. Absolutely, I think you can. I don't, I don't necessarily think how the kid turns out is a direct reflection on mm. how, the, how the parent is and how proficient they are at doing um, the whole parenting thing. Mm. Mm. Indeed, that's, that's really yep. good. Before we dive in any further, I know that my fiancé listens to the podcast. Does your fiancé listen to the podcast? Uh, she hates admitting it, but yes. Okay, yeah. And Lucinda's sitting My wife's here, in the room. Listening. So <laughs> yep. one thing we probably should just double check before we start... Making big claims as we're not as pregnant fathers. Uh, no, not that. Oh, okay, no, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. that's exactly um, where we both thought you were going. <laughs> no, uh, but have you guys had a chat about parenting styles with your partner? Yes, fiance or yes. wife. Yes, you yep. have. So Lucinda's basically gonna. You know, there's most surprises coming up. Is what you're saying? Don't believe so. Your not unless crossed. I say something silly on purpose. Yeah, it's totally one of those things that you just have a five minute conversation about and it's smooth sailing for the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> I'm right, pretty right. sure you shouldn't expect anything. Okay, <laughs> cool. Is Elby going to be surprised by anything she hears today? Uh, yeah, basically, just because I've lied to her to get her oh, across good. the line yeah, to marry yeah, me. Enough. You know, I just I knew what she wanted to hear. I just uh, <laughs> let's, rather than tell her how I really want to raise children, I just should tell her what, what I think wants. she wants to yeah, hear. Yeah, I'm yeah. Good. yeah, easy, good, good. I've also chatted to Ruth about parenting styles so helpful hopefully hopefully she shouldn't be surprised Mm. by anything but we'll see (laughs) we'll see um so we've just answered what what makes a good parent um you you've talked about simon um the idea that discipline both of yourself uh and and making sure that you you know discipline your kids yeah uh, is really important what i want to unpack is that idea of disciplining and correcting your kids uh because it's a huge thing that people talk about all the time now uh how do you go about 
<laughs> I know Simon and I sounded like that was not me. That was not Paul. Um, yes, obviously people talk about the, the, the no hitting, no hitting kids rule. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that. Okay. Let's talk about what. How, how do you effectively uh, correct um, and discipline your children um, mm. in a society where it's not acceptable to eat your kids. My mum used to keep us on a leash in the shopping centre. She <laughs> literally made... Literally a leash? Yeah, yeah, literally. She made colourful elastic bands with Velcro sewed into them that would go around our wrist. Yeah. And she would hold us in the shopping centre wow. so oh, we couldn't go anywhere. Um, and have you seen those backpacks? Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. The leash yeah. Same sort of idea. Yeah, yeah, same idea. Mum's homemade. Yeah, they were fluoro-coloured elastic. Anyway, um, I got hit with a belt. Uh, Mum stopped using the wooden spoon because it left bruises. You don't want, you don't want evidence. You do not want evidence. <laughs> so the belt was the idea. But get then. this, she used to make us go and get the belt. Oh, oh that's that was a good the technique. Top, it was in the top drawer of her uh, bedside table. She was like, go and get the belt. And oh, to this day, I don't, I've, just in the past few months, I've realised I used to go and get the belt. I was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, no, please don't. I'd be like on the floor crying, like, don't make me, no, please. And she'd be like, go and get it or you'll get more. Yeah. you get more oh, than wow. one. So I would go and get the belt for it. Wow. wow. My parents told me the same thing is that they used to have it going. Like my mum was from the, the old school age where you get the stick or the cane. Yeah. Right. And, and part of that was you had to go outside and find your... Oh. <laughs> um, and she said one of the tricks was you have to find a nice balance between the th the thickness, yeah, because a big chunky stick, obviously that's like a baseball bat, it's a walloping, not helpful, <laughs> but a really thin stick as well. Oh, Caned. yeah, yeah, true. Stinked. Mm. Yeah, so it really, really fine balance right. in finding Very the right good. Sort of stick. Had to find the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously yeah. today probably not too helpful to belt or. Cane your kids no. I don't know If today Or being yesterday Or in 10 years Has anything to do With it being helpful Like it might be Out of vogue But if it, it is out if of it, vogue If yeah. it worked then It will work now But if other stuff Worked then It will also work now I'll like, say it worked on me Yeah And I think uh, People in general Got a bit confused About 10 your, years ago about Between or? abusing Kids mm. And Disciplining them by giving them a good hard smack yeah, well, when they need it. Let's talk about that. What, yeah. what what do you guys see as the the line between um, smacking a child mm -hmm. and physically abusing a child? Yeah. Well, as a, can, uh, I, can I go? Because it's kind of bounced off what I was saying just before you about go, um, about the parent being disciplined themselves. Thirty seconds in their discipline, mm. like maintaining a, a constant standard. I think when you start belting your kids based on your stress levels mm. and um, your emotion on the day, if, if something has just made you snap and you belt your kid for doing nothing uh, or something that was, you know, clearly an accident and mm. very remorseful, all that kind of thing, I, th I think belting is restricted to specific... Um, <laughs> belting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Restricted to specific preset things. So, like, disrespecting mum and dad outright... On purpose, being cheeky, being rude okay. constantly, laughter, multiple warnings, clear, clear pre-warning. I think is key. I like that idea. But also, there, as I was saying, you don't do it just cause, just for yep. any reason where the kid isn't able to expect it or avoid it. So how like a, a predefined set of criteria: this will happen, then this will happen, then this. Will, so the yeah. kid knows where they're at the whole yep. way. Yep. Yeah, we had exactly. that. Although mum and dad were like sort of one step softer than you guys, so. They, and I think a lot of this sort of stuff, especially we're all from Christian homes, you want to avoid the temptation to be like, this is the biblical way. Yeah. Because, mm. I mean, there, there are some maxims given in scripture, 
but a lot of it is just wisdom. Yeah. I mean, it could it could be right, it could be wrong. Yeah. Does it's, it work? It's not it, in Deuteronomy. Yeah, it'll it's depend. It'll depend on yeah. your kid. Like, I, I was smacked, but mum and dad were always big on the like, it's our hand. Like, we feel it too when we hit you. Like, it's not a third party object, mm. um, but we we can get a really good gauge for how hard it is, and we, it sort of hurts us as well. Um, that's the way they played it. And I think I agree with Simon. I think you want to have clear escalation. Yeah. Like you, you want to know where you are so that there's no, there's no chance anyone ever gets the idea that this is what you do when you're angry. Mm. Like you hit something or you hit someone. Yeah. Because I think that's got to be, that, that's an insanely negative um, seed to sow in the mind of your young kid, mm. which I think it also has to be young, the smacking. Because, I mean, I, I was a pretty thick kid, man. I probably wouldn't have got much else than a smack. Like if I got sent to my room, I would have had a ball. Like, <laughs> yeah. like in all honesty, like it's so immediate and so negative and so tangible that it's, it's super easy. And then it just gets phased out. When you, mm. you, know, you want to go out and ride your bike with your mates, the smack stops becoming the thing. Because if that's the only card you play, it'll eventually wear out. Yeah, you there's a certain yeah. amount of pressure you can get with the hand. Yeah. One of my cool. mates was telling us, I don't know, maybe we said on the podcast. I think we already have. Terrible. But yeah, his, a guy's mum, single mum, would belt him with a shoe. Oh, and then one day when he was like 14, he, uh, he grabbed the shoe and started belting her. It was like, this is, that. this is how it feels. Like, do you like this? Gosh. And that's what happens if you rely on that card and play Ugh. it too often. Mm. You've got to, I think, scale it as you know what becomes valuable to them. Yeah. Yeah. That is the thing that you take away to show that they've done a bad thing. Do you know what my yeah. parents did? What's that? I'm a good example. I'm a good person to have in this You're podcast. You're so straight I was edge, a, man. I was, a, I was a naughty kid. Um, <laughs> I, I, was, I was an attention seeker. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when we had visitors or family over for tea, yeah. I would just muck around after multiple warnings, you yeah. know, just still not eating, not doing whatever, just being loud and obnoxious. And I would, they would send me to my room, whether I'd eaten or not, and, and that was like the worst punishment for yeah. me. Sent away from all the people, oh, away, downstairs, go to your room, go to bed. Yeah. Like a couple yeah. of times, a couple of times was go to bed before I'd even had tea. I was like, what even? That's yeah. bad. That was like the worst thing ever for me. Yeah. So social yeah. deprivation, that's another one. Isolate, you know. Yeah. Water boil. Yeah. Solitary yeah. confinement. Oh, everything yeah. they did in the glove house. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. right. That's right. I reckon you're both <laughs> spot on though with that idea of clear expectations mm. and like it'd be a step too far in in a family to go out and make like a document that's <laughs> you know, your behavior probably, policy yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, but that's a huge thing that we do in in, in youth group is that we, we we lay out here's our expectations of what you should and should not be doing and here's what's going to happen if you choose to step out of line yeah um and in your mind almost as a parent you want to be like let's let's have that going so that we know yeah you know, what what are the lines and let's teach that to our children Mm. Mm. And that's, I reckon that's an important thing. And they will, I reckon they'll get that. Again, we're three, we're three guys who are functionally idiots when it comes to parenting. Oh, but yeah. I just think in my brain that they would start to get that, especially if discipline, like we think of ourselves like seven, eight on the cusp of sort of growing up a little bit. But when you're young, discipline happens every day. So mm. your kid is just going to start to get pretty intuitively that, okay, mm. this is the progression. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you, you, yeah, you yeah. probably won't need to grab a marker and put it on a whiteboard, but, like, they will start yeah. to fill that out. But I reckon in some families, if that's if it's getting to that point where your kids just don't respond <laughs> to anything, yeah, probably worth, like, giving it a go. Set up a board that's, like, here is what happens and here are some clear outlines of what mm. is expected in this family. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think a good thing is don't escalate the hitting. Um, think of 
better ways to discipline yeah. your children. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of finding what becomes valuable yeah. to the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds then, cruel. Sounds really cruel. Find what's valuable and yeah, rip it and away. It away. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's, that's one thing. But let's go to the other side of the conversation as well, which yeah. is how do you reward kids? Mm. Um, which is a huge part of um, teaching your kids what's right and what's wrong, is that you need to show them that there is good stuff that happens when you do what's correct. Yeah. Um, and part of you know joining in and uh, playing by the rules means that we all get to enjoy it. Yeah. And there are some special perks for that. So how, do you guys get, how would you guys go about... Rewarding your kids. I think that that um, the way that kids w- would appreciate being rewarded uh, can come from come from the way that the family works. How do you mean? Uh, so say, like in my family, I ended up being really appreciative of words, like "good job, you've done that well," oh, yeah. because not a good reason. Because I don't remember hearing that too often. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when I was older, um, I really looked for that and appreciated it. But that means that you've grown up and you've learnt that when someone says I've done a good job, it means I've done a great job. Yeah. Um, and that's cool because you yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not like bitter about it or anything. No, I'm just John saying Chapman? that, like, hey, John Chapman, who did the five love languages? Gary. Gary. Gary Chapman. John Chapman did a book on sermon writing. Yeah, John Chapman. Yeah, yeah rolling yeah. around in my brain too. But yeah, I feel we're descending into that. Let's not do that. Let's not. Love that's languages. a whole different podcast, the five love languages. <laughs> no, I was, I was just saying. I know. I know what you were just saying, Simon. But in saying it, let's just quickly touch on that because I, oh, I think five love, love languages is probably oh, a good way to stuffed. know how to reward your kids. I don't necessarily think so. I think, yeah, I mean, yeah, you just go the starting point. You go the shotgun approach. All right, so you do. Like I've tried. It doesn't really work for me. I'm kind of all of them and none of them. But um. I reckon you want to make it very clear at the start and as early as you can that you're like your love and affection uh, and your positive behavior towards your children is in some way, not in always, but in some way not really dependent on what they've done. You mm. want to try and model that sort of unconditional yeah. grace. Yeah. And um, if you're a Christian, I mean, that's a great yeah. opportunity for you to show mm. what God has done for you yeah. personally in that, you know, despite whether or not you show your love to God or not, mm. uh, your kids, if they show their love to you or not, your love still remains constant. Yeah. That's right. So I think if your if your kid mucks around or is a larrikin at the dinner table, and you and then you give them a smack, mm. welcome them back in. Like get them back in there. Like don't then like give them the cold shoulder. And yeah, I think you always want to be as yeah as like loving and affectionate as you can be, um, with the obvious caveat for discipline mm. implied, because that I think that lays a really good foundation for a how they treat others and b again how God's actually treated us. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. Yep, very good. Well, look, let's 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 do some uh, some quick questions now. Um, bedtime. Yeah. What uh, time is a good kid's bedtime? Say five. Six, how long seven, is a piece five, of six. string, man? Yeah. I I think early. Seven year old? Early. Early, man. What's early, Paul? Well, I don't know. I feel like they all go to bed early. You're like, how did you guys get up so early? Well, you realize they went to bed at six o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Like six the, news, the news hadn't started yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. what the heck? I remember going to bed at seven o'clock. I remember yeah, that being an early, well. early bedtime. And I remember it being nine o'clock in high school. No wonder kids have that. so much energy, man. They sleep for like 12 hours a night. Yeah. 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 You, almost, you almost want to say, keep the kids up later. And then mm. they'll sleep in in the morning. Yeah. But that's not a good idea. It doesn't no, work terrible idea. Yeah, let them do what they, they want to do. They just get sleep deprived and they still wake up just yep. as early. Uh-huh. What, I, what I will do on that front though, like I, I hope in my house, and I think Elby's on board with, there's not going to be many screens at all. There might be one computer um, okay. and like phones in a drawer when we're at home. So like 
it'll be even if there are iPads in that for school, like two hours before bed, they go off. Yeah. Like oh. yeah, that that's like family time or reading time or yeah, you know, playing a game or doing whatever, going for a walk. Even even health wise for the general population, yeah. yeah, screens off two hours before bed is very very good. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I started doing. And man, I did it a year ago. I've not gone back. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah it's insane. Fantastic. It's amazing how much of an effect uh, looking at a screen affects your sleep. Mm. Indeed. Mm. What about yeah, yeah. you? Bedtime. Seven, seven thirty. For me personally, it was seven. Uh, and it was seven until I was like 15. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> I finally well like, done. Maybe I should like ask if I can have a later bedtime. And mum was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I was uh, like, why did I not do this years ago? Foolish. Um, yeah. And then it was like, I can stay up till 8.30. And it was like, yes, 8.30. So good. Very good. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I reckon somewhere between sort of seven and, and eight would be yeah. the, the, mm. the golden window. Question. Yeah, I got a question. Yeah, yeah. Dating? Are you going to put a, a prescription? Oh, or that's a great question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to Are you going to put like a limit on there? Or Ruth I, and I have actually talked about this. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We we were thinking, you know, what would be the boundaries for our kids, mm. uh, and, and how we're going to interact with them as they get older and they start looking mm. for relationships. And I think we were, we were saying like, until you're sixteen, we want to we want to raise them in a way that they see that dating before sixteen isn't necessary. Um, okay, and we, we we would hope that we have had enough chats with them along the way that they hopefully would agree with us. Um, but we're not going to say I don't think we uh, I don't know I haven't talked to Ruth about this specific. I don't think we're going to lock down like zero dating, no dating until yeah, yeah yeah. But okay. I think we would hope that we would teach them that that's that's mm. a good system to live by. Mm. Yeah, okay, to that point, yeah, that's kind of how it worked with my. My mum, mostly. Dad didn't really have anything to do with it whatsoever. But, yeah, just the general idea was yeah. in all of our brains that, you know, dating's not necessary until you're yeah. actually old. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I had a girlfriend when I was 14 and it was just the stupidest thing in the world. I think we held hands. Yeah. And caught up during school and it was just, it was just, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't even talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. I think I would be... I don't think I'd set an age. I'd I'd try and drum it in from like an early early age. Like, um, women are valuable. You are valuable. Mm. These relationships aren't nothing. Like, uh, they they should be lead. It's my personal view that all dating relationships should be leading towards marriage, and they just mm. end. So yeah, it. I wouldn't say yeah, yeah. sixteen, and it sounds like you wouldn't either. But if you're if you've got like three years left of high school. Uh, marriage really isn't on the horizon then probably like i'd love for, to see one of my people, kids yeah. get married at 18 i would i would yeah, love yeah. that that'd be great um but but i reckon before 16 it's like you're not like even at 14 i mean maybe yeah maybe there's a chance you're looking towards marriage at that point guess but what I reckon both, guess what what are you cinder over here met her when i was 14 decided to marry her within six months within six <laughs> yeah. months then the long well, slow burn probably hardcore. probably sooner right? i haven't got a definite yeah, yeah. time frame but yeah I decided Not it was bad. a good idea. I, I kind of dig that. And Laura, my sister, got married at 18. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing I, I, I would Thomas wonder, Thomas, when she was 15 or 16, Lucinda? 14. 14. 14. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Laura and I. The both. thing is, though, you guys didn't actually start going out until at all. you ever. No. You were just engaged <laughs> Yeah, <day>. well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but the thing is, though. We like, did spend a lot of time talking, you know, yeah. all the But in the down. early days, when you were 14, 15, 16, that sort of thing, yeah. I mean... You spent the time becoming friends, yeah. Um, and I reckon that's what I would encourage my kids to do mm. is is work on like just being friends with people. Mm. Um, and if you have a friend that you think, yeah, this could go somewhere somewhere someday, 
prepare and get yourself ready and, and yeah one day ask them out yeah i reckon and you guys like context like you didn't kiss during no. before you're married like that's kind of what i would urge like if i had a kid who it was like so hypothetical yeah, so <laughs> but, oh, this is wigging me out to see so yeah if i had a kid Why it was like get married yeah um oh you know i'm i'm 15 and i really think there's a special i wouldn't have any issue with them like holding hands or having the yeah. girl around for family dinner every Sunday and, and Wednesday and, and whatever. Like, yeah, totally include them, totally treat them. Well. I've just, I want to really stress boundaries mm. um, yeah. and, and and just wisdom. Just yeah. say, hey, look, this is a really wise way. These are not so, some really unwise ways. Mm. Uh, but I think for me personally, when I got a hard and fast, you don't do this, you do do this. All it made me do was just hate the person it. who gave so it to me it. and do that thing. <laughs> so it was yeah. insanely counterproductive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, that's dating, um, bedtimes, and behaviour. We've got to do a follow-up on this sometime. Probably. Well. Is there anything else we can touch on on parents? I can't think of anything, but you will, Michael. Can, You'll can, think of can we, can we ask the if, question, when do you plan on having kids? Oh, and I've got another, I've got another question after that. Oh, we, we've done this on the thing, and I, the, and I said this many years, car. and you said about this many years. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then someone done, said about done. this many years? Yeah, around about that yeah, many about years. Yeah, about that many. Yeah. Um, this many years. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, luckily we're not videoing this yeah, one. Yeah, true. <laughs> about this many years? <laughs> um, but, yeah, okay, so your kids are vegetarian, right? Ooh, you're, you're, you're a dirty family Love meat this. eaters. Your kids dirty. are vegetarian. What happens? You make them their own special plate of food or what? I would want to coach them through that. Mm. <laughs> like it's an illness. <laughs> well, not only it's an illness, but I want, I want, I want to know: Are they becoming a vegetarian because they, they're really feeling like you know they have a burden that you know killing animals is bad? Yeah. And then I want to sort of work out where that is. Are <laughs> they, they a vegetarian because their best friend at school became a yeah. vegetarian? And this yeah. is now the cool fad. In which case, then I, I really want to be like, no. Um, yeah. Okay. So you, there is a way, and we'd be like, no, you eat this meat yeah, if it's fad. <laughs> if, if it's something that you know actually is. They're, I mean, they've, they've, they've looked at it and they've thought about it and they've, that's their conviction. I don't know, man. Like no, I, I'm willing to support them. My yeah. parents took me to like the skate park every Saturday. That was totally a fad. They, they sacrificed like a fair chunk of their time and energy um, for, for a fad and I'm glad they did. Yeah. Uh, see, with vegetarian though, I feel like it's, it's a difficult thing to commit to. And I guess if I suppose if, if they want to, I mean, they can they yeah. can go and do the shopping and <laughs> pick their vegetarian foods. I would feed them only meat. Only meat. Stuff you. <laughs> Stuff you. you wanna, yeah. Try these Woolworths long thins. Yeah. yeah. And like being a doctor as well, I'm gonna have some pretty strong ideas of you know what you need to cover if you're gonna be a vegetarian. Yeah. I reckon what I would actually do is it, w- it would be a good way for them to grow up a little bit. So okay. Oh, you come shopping with me. Yeah. Here's your allowance. Here's your budget. Um, you get to you get to shop, and then we'll, we'll sit down. We'll plan some meals together mm. that you can cook while I'm cooking, and then no problem. Yeah, like, I mean, if, as long as they're easy. being healthy about it, I'm willing to support them. Yeah, follow them through. Very yeah. good, Simon. Mm. Cool. Simon. Yeah. Any other questions? No, no, zero. No. I think we could come up with a few more dot points, dot points, and do a <laughs> second. Pole. Well, look, let's let's put it out there. The parents who've listened to this and they're like, "Man, this is the greatest thing ever." I feel like. Such an empowered parent now. <laughs> so much now. There is no parent. There is no parent. Probably some 15-year-olds going, these guys are really wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are good thoughts, good ideas. Yeah, yeah. So anybody out there who wants to, um, if you have some more questions for us, let us know in the comment section under this episode on yeah. Facebook uh, or on Twitter. Mm. Um, we love we love Twitter, don't we, Paul? Oh, I love, man, yeah, such a yes. such a vigorous and vibrant platform yep. there was for a, sharing ideas. Back, back when we first <laughs> opened our Twitter account and we had three followers, or yeah. was it nine? <laughs> 
Um, Paul, I've got a screenshot saved on my phone when we said, Michael said something about Twitter. I said, yeah, haha, for our nine followers. And Paul's like, we are Twitter gods. Twitter owes us money. (laughs) (laughs) Nine followers. So, Uh, yes. Uh, Let let us know what your your questions are uh, and we'll tuck them into the next parenting episode. Done. Um, We love really tricky ones as well. Yeah. Because we want to rack our brains. Curlier the better. Uh, What do you do if your kid struggles with depression or an eating disorder? Um, How do you go about figuring out um, transgender issues in the family? Those big ones. Or maybe really simple ones like how do you deal with kids who grow out of their clothes really quickly? Um, yeah, we'll, take, we'll tackle that last one, no problem. Yeah, really easy, yeah. Cool. As always, you can jump on all the social medias and on the website to chat to us. Let us know how you're going. Yeah. Uh, there's a page on our website that lets you submit topic ideas as well, which we'd love you to do. That's about it, guys. Keep living the dream. It's been real.